Yo, 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 it's Bernard, a.k.a. the Scarlet Spider. And this is Samir, the King in Black. And I am back with some better audio quality because we are the Angry Blurs Podcast. Where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. All right, so first things first, let's get into it. Uh, I hate the term housekeeping, but we do have to give a rest in peace to Lance. One of the goats. You, you, you always going to do this thing when I'm trying to give somebody a rest in peace and you cut me off? Because you don't like calling people goats. He's a goat. We're going to have to give a rest in peace to Lance Riddick, who passed away at the age of 60. Some of you may loathe Lance Riddick for uh, a few things, such as the John Wick franchise. He plays Sharon, the um, concierge. Um, concierge at the Continental. Yes. Uh, I first heard of him from a little show that was on HBO called The Wire. He plays Cedric Daniels. Uh, Some people may know him from a few episodes on Lost. I also got reintroduced to him uh, on a show that was on Fox that got canceled after four seasons. Fringe, he played Philip Broyles. Um, He provided the voice on Tron Uprising. He also did the voice of the Falcon on Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, He was on a few episodes of Castle. Uh, he, he also provided his voice on um, Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon Forbidden West. I was trying to get TV out the way, Samir. Oh, he was also in um, a Quantum Break, I think. Yes, he was. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Go. Uh, let's see. Oh, most recently, he was in the uh, Resident Evil movie that came out. That was He was the best part of that movie, actually. It wasn't a movie. It was a TV series. Point is, he uh, he was the best part of that. Yeah, he was also in Jonah Hex, Won't Back Down, White House Down, Old Boy, uh, Search Party. Little Won't Woods. Back Down, Never Back Down, or Won't Back Down? Won't Back Down. I don't think I remember that one. Is that one with the MMA? That's Never Back Down. Won't right. Back Down is the movie with Viola Davis. Oh, okay. Uh, he is going to be in Ballerina. He is going to be in White Men Can't Jump. He was also in One Night in Miami, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, he did two episodes of The Blacklist. He was in, he was on Bosch on Prime, American Horror Story Apocalypse. He was a reoccurring voice in DuckTales. Uh, he was also the captain on Castlevania. He was also on Paradise PD. Uh, Young Sheldon, like we said, Resident Evil, the Legend of Vox Machina. He provided the voice of Thordak. Oh, and, right. Dang. And he did play uh, Zeus and Percy Jackson in the Olympians, the upcoming Disney Plus series. So, as far as video games, because Samir likes to cut people off, uh, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. Destiny. He played I Commander Zab- Zabala. Awful game. Um, Payday 2. Horizon Zero Dawn. Like we said, he was Silence. Uh, John Wick Hex. He reprised his role as Sharon. Um... And he is actually going to be the voice in the Hellboy Web of Wind. Worm. worm yeah, he is, um, yeah, so Kamada Sabala and uh, Destiny, they actually performed a memorial service in the game today for him because he was, you know, one of the fan favorite characters. But yeah, um, someone else actually passed away. Hold on a second. I can never remember the actor's name. So, uh, where is the cast? So, Sean Lampkin, um, who we all 
may know as Nipsey from Martin. He passed away at the age of 54. Uh, I believe it was last week. Yeah, he died on March 8th. But yeah, so like I said, everyone pretty much knows him from Martin. He did a few other things. Uh, like he was in Nothing to Lose, Blue Street. He was in Wild Hogs as well. Uh, he worked on Bad Boys for Life, Mama, uh, Big Mama's House 1 and 2, Life. So, yeah, we, we have to give a rest in peace to those two individuals. Um, hopefully they can do something. Uh, I know the movie comes out next week. Like they can add like a memoriam to Lance Reddick at the end of John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah, so um, that that sucks because uh, Lance Riddick was sixty and no cause of death was given, and like I said, uh, Sean Lampkin was fifty four and no cause of death was given for him as well. You know, I think they might have given a cause of death. I just probably didn't see it. Uh, hold on one second. Yeah, it doesn't say, unfortunately. Oh, another one. So, I don't know how people walk around and not use the internet like it's not a thing. Uh, we have to give a rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. Passed away at the age of 71 because uh, Samir didn't know he was white. <laughs> I knew. No, no. I knew he was. You knew the song. Actually, you no. just didn't know he was white. I didn't. I forgot who Bobby Caldwell was, and I couldn't connect the artist to the song. And then I realized, oh yeah, that one guy that did that, that fire song or a bunch that of other every, songs. that everyone sampled. Well, so everyone song. from Tupac, uh, Biggie, who else sampled? Uh, won't do what you won't do for love. Let me look this up real quick. Like he's got a lot of hits, but that is like the hit hit that everyone knows. My friends wonder what is wrong with me. All right. Hold on a second. Go. Won't do for love. All right. So, yeah, Tupac sampled it for do uh, for love. Natalie Cole and Peebo Bryson um, performed it as a duet. Oh, I thought he also sampled it. Uh, Boys to Men released the cover. Michael Bolton released the cover. Dang. Snow Allegra uh, did a cover. Huh. Uh, yeah. We got to give a rest in peace to Bobby Caldwell. Uh, won't play it after the credits, but there will be a sample like right here, you know, as we talk about him. Samir? Yes. You want Sir. you want to uh, do your first story? I mean, I guess. Let's see. Um, where's my story? Oh, here we go. All right. So, nah, well, I guess we can wait. That. Okay. Yeah. So, um... This is kind of a, a, a little quick snippet. Uh, we have um, man, man on a Mission, uh, who is a who is a Japanese rock musician and composer, is going on a U.S. tour this spring. So that's pretty cool. Never heard of him. Oh, no, he's done a bunch of openings for um, uh, for a number of shows. Um, Inuyashiki was one of them. That's the one. That's the first time I saw him. If you if you saw it, by the way, you haven't seen Inuyashiki. Please go watch that show. It's really good. Never even heard of it. Well, it's good. Uh, he's he's known for um, having. He, you don't ever see his face. He always has uh, uh, him and his um, backup uh, musicians always have um, uh, 
Wolf mask on? Wolf, no. Wolf um, mask on, yeah. So they're doing the thing that kind of got played out like five years ago? Well, how, why would you say it's played out? Be- because once Dead Mouse started doing it, because Dead Mouse was, I believe, the first person to so do it with the like, That's not the true. Because Within the past decade or so? Slipknot and Mudvayne made it super popular back in the 90s. Yeah, but, forget- we, but we all know what they look like now. And yeah, that's also Corey Taylor's yeah, also, fault because um, he, um, what's this other band? Um, Stone Sour. So, like, once he kind of went off, everyone else kind of started to do their own thing, and everybody's yeah, also Dab Punk. The point is, it, okay, it's yeah, not Dab played Punk out as well. But I, I didn't play Dab yet. Punk because you know they broke up what two years ago, yeah, but it's, it's not it's not played out. All right, you can still walk around a bunch of masks on and look cool, okay. I'm just saying, it ain't played out. Hey, Samir, you took that to heart. It's not played out. Never played out. Never, hey, never, never played said, out. Why are they still doing that played out shit? I'm like, it's not played out. Who's saying it's played out? Where are you pulling this metric from? That's why I, that's why I, I got up in my feelings about it. You over here throwing that nonsense out here. Had to, you had to what? Had to lay the smack down. Man, you are not Dwayne Douglas Johnson. I don't know. And I, and, and I don't care. I saw the chat. But yeah, so, I mean, are you going to go see Man on a Mission? Because, like, why would you bring it up? I'm, I'm mostly concert out, but, you know, I'm definitely going to bring awareness Wait, to it. The man goes to one festival for the first time in his life, and he's concert out. So he faces Samir. You're old. I'm not old. I just 37, the bone's starting to creak. No, it's not, a, it's not a matter of ability. It's a matter of inclination. Uh, uh. Uh, all right, you got any more to chime on that, or can I go? Because you're doing that awkward silence thing instead of giving me a layup. We were talking, but go ahead and uh, <laughs> lay up. Why would I need you to lay up? Because that's what you do. I don't. It's a back and forth. You should say, hey, Bernard, uh, can you tell us some news? Or, Bernard, what you got? I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, we've been doing the podcast for going on three years. Come on, man. Give me the ball. Pass the rock. Wow. So, yeah, so um, Lucy Liu was on a press run for Shazam! Fury of the Gods alongside with Helen Merrim uh, and Rachel Zegler. So, yeah, so if you don't know, those three actually all play the Daughters of Atlas who come to reclaim the planet, um, uh, who came, who come to reclaim the magic that fuels Shazam. All right, so Lucy Liu was doing an interview with the cut about being in a superhero movie at 54 years old. So she said... If it had happened earlier, it would have been miraculous. It would have been a different story. My career would have been easier. There would have been more opportunities. So she's basically saying, like, you know, her there really weren't that many roles for Asian Americans. Like she said, like her first action breakout mm-hmm. role was uh, in Charlie's Angels. So she yep. said Alex was important um, because of the composition of the three of them, regardless of whether the movie did well or not. It's really the visual that can help propel the next thing. And visually, the film does. And if visually the film doesn't do well, it starts to move the needle toward the direction you want it to go, not just for yourself, but for others. All right. So um, I feel like Lucy Liu had a very good film career. <sighs> you I mean, I, no, it's not bad. It's she's successful, and she's well liked. I think it could have been better. In fact, 
How many leading roles does she have? That's the uh, question. I'm going to her filmography right now. I will tell you. Uh, the Shanghai Noon Count? No. Uh, she, I think she was like the, the female lead. She was Princess mm, Pepe. Barely. Okay. Uh, no. All right. So Charlie's Angels? Yeah. Uh, Hotel? Well, that was shared because Saffron Burroughs and Salma Hayek were also in that. Um, Ballistic X versus Sever. Okay, that terrible movie. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about the movie. Uh, the, never even heard of this movie. Cipher. Uh, nope, not Chicago because that the leads on that were uh, Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta Jones. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Uh, I mean, are we are we really just considering leads or just like because she she kind of had a somewhat no, big the, part in the Kill Bill Volume the, One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was the lead. She was the the main antagonist in Kill Bill Volume One. But the point she's trying to make is she ain't had no leading role. She ain't a leader in this one. You know how many Asian leads do we have? Well, she didn't say anything about Asian leads. She said she would prominent have had roles. No, prominent, she prominent said roles. her career would have been easier. <sighs> bro. Okay. I'm just saying, bro. She she's got a nice filmography. So, I mean. Also, you don't know how much she was paid for all these roles. I'm not. Like, she didn't. Samir, why are you moving the goalpost? She said her career would have been easier. She didn't say, hey, I should have got more money back in the 2000s. Hey, money makes everything easier. I know money makes everything look how, easier. Look how they tried. Look how they tied, uh, tried Taraji on um, the Cure Case of Benjamin Button. I know. Okay, then. So just because you're getting roles, don't mean you're getting paid. Want, Samir, nobody said anything about money. She said her career would have been easier. She didn't say anything about getting paid. So, sir, okay. You're the one I'm bringing looking, up money. I'm looking up her filmography. I'm just saying, right. bro, she was in Kung Fu Panda, that whole franchise. She did a few, like, straight to DVD she, things. Uh, uh, her roles she, in Funny story on Kung Fu Panda. Because it's like it's, so, it's like at the point, what, when do you blame your agent? I don't know. It's when you blame. I wouldn't blame. It. I'm more. I'm more likely to blame the, the racist industry before I assume her agent sucks. Okay, you know Hollywood racist. You know they've been racist. So no, they got to tell us. They got to show us they racist. Yes, so things can be true. No, we go, I'm gonna believe Lucy on this one, and I'm gonna say no. Hollywood screwed her. Okay, look at the. the I'm saying these roles. She has a, a, a very Healthy career, yes. but it could have been better. All right, I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of supporting cast here, supporting, supporting, supporting. Okay, like I have not seen any lead roles. In fact, are you on Wikipedia or Rotten Tomatoes? I'm on Wikipedia. Okay, how many of those are listed as lead roles in, on her, on her um, filmography? Samir, nothing says lead roles in anyone's filmography. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Main, you go to any other actor, they say main role or lead role. Okay. Or, or writer. Direct, yeah. Go to, Tom, right. go, go to go to Tom I'm going to The Rock. I'm going to The Rock. Oh, go to The Rock. Yeah. See how many times he was a lead as opposed to a supporting cast in the, on his filmography. All right. So let's go to Dwayne Johnson's films. All right. Uh, here we go. Filmography. Uncredited. All right. Scorpion King, first lead role, blank, 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 uncredited cameo, blank, 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 voice role, blank, uncredited cameo, blank, uncredited cameo, blank, 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 also co-producer, also producer, blank, 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 directed DVD film, blank, 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 archive footage, blank, blank, voice, voice role, blank, also executive producer, also executive producer for a documentary, also executive producer, also executive producer, see, that's what I'm saying, it does not say lead role. 
It will say if you're a producer, executive producer, writer, director, so on and so forth. It won't say lead unless it's like your first lead. And even then, people edit that in. <laughs> Who else I can go to? I'm, hang on a second. Pull it up, Lucy. Because now I'm going to Thomas Cruz, Moffer the Fourth. <laughs> you know what? His first thing that says notes is co writer for Days of Thunder. Nothing says lead. Everything else is producer only. Oh, Rock of Ages, credited as the film's, uh, credited as a singer on the film soundtrack. It will never say lead on the notes, is what I was trying to say. And you know Tom Cruise's filmography, nine out of ten times, he's the fucking lead. Yeah, after a certain point in his career, which is like somewhere in the 90s. Samir, he's been the the lead since Risky Business. And that was 1983. Yeah, you're right. It was. Yeah. So what's the point you're trying to make again about saying leads on the notes? All right. Well, that's not that's not a hero there. The point is, she don't have that many leading roles. So not only does Hollywood not have that many leading ladies, all right, which they do now, a lot of them, but they they damn sure don't have uh, uh, a lead action, lead Asian actresses. I'm and, looking. And, I, I seen I seen most of this filmography, and she is in a supporting character. She's like the Asian Adam Goldberg. <sighs> yeah. I, I okay. So for starters. That is a low blow to Lucy Liu because Adam Goldberg rarely does TV. I mean, movies. I would say, I mean. How about, how about Walton Goggins? Uh, 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 Asian no, Walton Goggins? No, because Walton Goggins, he primarily stays on TV. You, you'll catch Walton Goggins in a movie every now and then. Like, he was in the first G.I. Joe so, movie. The point is. Uh, and also, she don't. She's on TV frequently, by the way. The point I mean, is, she don't have lead. She don't have any lead roles. But once again, and I don't think. I don't think that was by his choice either. I think she took what she. Could I'm get. not saying it's by choice. I'm saying also you might want to seek into getting better management, bro. Your agent says, "Hey, I think this role will be good for no, you." No, this is then, what happened. Samir, Samir, mostly problem. Yes, I'm. I'm just saying two things can be right. Hollywood can be racist, and her agent could suck. People or, are ages or, all the time. Pause. Perfect, you perfect. Okay, no, perfect example. Let me shoot, let me get this off real quick and get my shit done. So, someone we all love fired his agent, Henry Cavill. Yeah, and he was, you know, he was cream of the crop. Yeah. So, do you think maybe his agent wasn't getting good enough roles for him? Sure, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was one of the reasons. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Okay, then, but I'm saying. That is more likely that she, could, she only could get those roles because of who and what she is. Okay, like for instance, uh, I was going somewhere with this. Oh yeah, okay. So not only not only was she mostly prominent in the in the in the uh, late nineties, early early two thousands. Yes, right. Okay, so by then she wasn't getting nothing at being an Asian woman. Okay, other than being the exotic uh, supporting cast. Right. Okay. Now fast forward to the um. To the 2020s, right? Now we have uh, actresses like Aquafina. We have uh, Gemma Chan, um, uh, Constance Wu. They're getting leading roles because not only are they younger, okay? Because I'm sorry, they're still ages in Hollywood. All right? Hey, she kind of missed hey, the boat. Hey, Michelle Yeoh is 60 and got an Oscar for everything. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh, there you go. Michelle Yeoh is, is 60 and she got an Oscar, finally. Okay? 
Now, mind you, Michelle Yeoh has been getting lead roles overseas uh, since since day one. Okay? And also, she, the other thing, you, you can't necessarily use Aquafina because she's also been that side character. She's not the main lead in Crazy Rich yeah. She's the main female lead in Shang-Chi. I, w- and, I was saying. And, the, uh, the, and, and the, the Count of Raya and the Last Dragon. But even there, like, it's apples and oranges. I was saying the um uh her her um movie the, the goodbye, she was leading that. Who? The farewell. Oh, I'm like, ain't no movie called the damn goodbye. The farewell. The yeah, farewell. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that was a good movie. By the way, haven't seen it. So, um, uh, what, what, what else are you missing, dude? That's an independent movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not. It's not the a. Point, so yeah. So then the point is, she was her point was. I think you're missing. And you got also, she, no. I I get what you're saying, but you also have to realize, Aquafina was agent was probably like saying, "Hey, this might be good for you, you know, to get on the indie route after Crazy Rich Asians blew up." Because you got to remember, Crazy Rich Asians and Ocean's Eight came out the same year, but no one talks about Ocean's Eight. Everyone talks about her in Crazy Rich Asians. No one talks about her in Neighbors Two. No one talks about her in the Angry Birds Two movie. You get what I'm saying? Angry Birds. Ah, shit. <laughs> I wish we had a movie. Listen, <laughs> l- l- all I'm saying is that... You'd be late in the set every damn day. I wouldn't, because I'd be getting paid. All right, so what I'm saying is... Well, I'm trying to get us paid on this, but you got to help the point. The point I'm trying to make is, she said, had she had a more prominent role, had they um, uh, put a, um Asian actress in the forefront of a popular role earlier... Not only would her, her career have been better, but it would have moved the needle faster. And now that they're finally doing it, that's what she's getting at. I get what you're saying, Samir. But I'm also saying sometimes you you have to like go over management, dude. Sometimes you got to go out there and... Oh, you mean like Buddy from uh, Living Single? Okay, so we already talked about how shitty Fox Television is, okay? I mean, Warner Brothers Television. And right. yeah, I'm just saying... I'm just saying Hollywood has been racist for years, and we and and, and we're just now starting to um, push that out slowly. Okay. Uh, another thing. Um, another thing. Uh, I actually had saw a very interesting TikTok the other day. Um, oh, so when you when you think Disney Channel royalty, who what name pops into your head? Disney Channel royalty. Yeah, for their original content. Ashley uh, Tisdale, right? Selena no, Gomez, right? No, no, no. That's not where I was going. I was going uh, Hillary Duff, Raven Simone. Um, but yeah, those two. Yeah, right. No, no, I'm not doing it. Okay, uh, Brenda Song. Uh, right. So Kellen, pause uh, it. Kylan Doe. So um, apparently, what's, a lot of people of, don't. What, what's the name of the girl from um, even Christy Carlson Romano? Yeah, Christy Carlson Romano. But anyways, the point is, people don't put Brenda Song on that list. A lot of times, that that that, that lady is a is a Disney Channel goat. All right, she is still on Disney Channel to this day. She no, is she's still not. putting in work. She's still on the Disney Channel. Yeah, she's doing voice work and stuff. That lady is not stopping. All right, she like doing that stuff. She's doing it, okay. And they did not give her the credit. What do you mean they're not giving her the credit, dude? People didn't give her the credit, man. She's insane. Recognize. I'm just saying, dude. What are you talking about? People don't give her her credit, bro. Do I need to go? I'm pretty sure she got like 58 million followers on Instagram. Where's my phone? No, yeah, people like Brenda's song. Yeah, but you're talking about people don't give... People give Brenda... Bro, here's the thing with Disney. No one gets their fucking credit. It's like once you hit a certain point, you've peaked. And that's it. You don't hear anybody saying, hey, what's Hillary Duff up to? Hillary Duff wouldn't have babies, came back to music, disappeared for a little while, and came back and did How I Met Your Father. 
She's still trying to get that Lizzie McGuire reboot off the ground. Shoot, Raven left left the what fucking show is she on? The talk, the view, the help. I mean, not the help, the real one of them shows to go do Raven's home. You, you know, ain't nobody talking about Raven's home. Hmm. Shoot, well, I mean, the only people, I saw a people episode. The, the, I, I watched like the first three seasons, but hey, the only people people really talk about from Disney are Cole. I don't even think people talk about Dylan. You see Dylan in a movie like Once in a Blue Moon. Ain't nobody talking sure, about Christy Carlson Romano. Sure, sure Ain't nobody talking about Shia LaBeouf. Well, so he got canceled. But yeah, but you see the point I'm making. No one talks about these Disney Channel kids anymore, unless you go back to Disney and people see your face. But even then, it's kind of it's all about your social media presence nowadays. Like Brenda Song has a very strong social media presence. She, her and her and freaking Macaulay Culkin, I think it was last year, they did like a Samsung commercial in their house, and it got like. Over a hundred million views, but no, people don't give the Disney Channel kids their their flowers until you know one of them dies or something. Like perfect example, did you know Ben Savage just got married? I forget which one's the older, Ben or Fred. Fred's the older one. Fred's the one who got canceled. Fred got canceled, bro. We went over this. I, we didn't talk about it on the podcast because you don't watch the Wonder Years. Yeah, he 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 got fired from the Wonder Years. Oh dang! I hope that didn't affect Ben. What happened? I mean, I, dang, what man, they got to like, do with Ben? Well, Fred, first off, that's his Fred. brother. That's what got to do with him. Okay, he's famous. He's a, he's a nepo kid because of his brother. He came in through his brother. All right, he's I mean, a Solange. I, he's a Solange. No, 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 no. You do not do that, okay? Because Fred was on the one years, did his own thing. Fred was in Little Monsters, also did his own thing. Ben had Boy Meets World, and guess who decided to cameo? On Boy Meets World, Fred, who was famous first? But you got to remember, Samir. Nah, who? who you, so you mean to tell me you think Ben okay. got in there on his own without no connections from his big brother? Maybe they had the same agent, but I don't think Fred was like, "Hey, and guys, who got in the agent? His parents." Yeah, after the other, after they got the other kid. It's still his parents. It's not like Fred said, "Hey, my brother wants to act." Tom, can you can you be his agent too? Look, that's all I'm saying. Because you got to think, dude. We didn't grow up watching the Wonder Years. Our first and possibly only introduction to Fred Savage was Little Monsters. We all we knew Ben our entire lives. We grew up with Ben on Boy Meets World. I mean, I watched the Wonder Years and Little Monsters. You, wait, what? You said you didn't watch the Wonder Years? I did. Oh, and but I yeah, but you didn't watch the monsters. But, okay, okay, so I'll give you that. Because I did watch the one of yours too, but we didn't watch it in real time, is what I'm trying to say. We caught yeah, reruns we of it. Yeah, we did. So that's what I'm saying. Our first savage was really big. Yeah, no, that's a generational thing. But don't get don't get it twisted. He's I'm, a Solange. I'm, I'm, He's a Solange. No, I won't be in a Solange. No. He loves Solange. Solange is amazing. All right. Solange is a queen. Okay? But he's a Solange. Okay? I'm <laughs> That's the name of the episode. He's not a Solange. I'm just going to argue He is a Solange. That. He's a Solange. No, because no, Ben has surpassed Fred, so he is not a Solange. He might have started as a Solange, but Ben is Beyonce now. I, I don't, I mean, she could become a Beyonce event. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Let's um, not put that out there. Look, I love Solange, all right? Okay, she's amazing. She's talented. She's a, she's a visionary, okay? But, yeah, that's all I'm saying is, Bro, I don't remember what the heck. We were talking about Lucy Lou. We done went down a Disney Channel deep dive. But 
like at the end of the day, it you got to put some of that on your agent. Is all I'm saying. Nah, son. I don't, I think you are um, giving um Hollywood a pass. After I'm not giving Hollywood a pass, Samir. I said two <laughs> things can be true. Yeah, we've been talking about this for ten minutes because you don't want to admit it. They racist, Samir. I said that like eight minutes ago. Then, then, then that's all that matters. Look, the point. I said is, two things can be true. I said, what's I said, the bigger? I, what's the bigger hurdle? What's the biggest hurdle? What's the, big, the bigger hurdle? The biggest hurdle is obviously Hollywood. I never said Hollywood wasn't racist. Then, then, then there you go. Then there you go. Okay, because if it was the easiest, but you, but you, but you if it was still, easiest, if it was easiest change her uh, agent, she probably would did it. She probably did do it. Okay. We don't know, all right? How you know there's an Asian problem? You're assuming that. We know Hollywood are racist, all right? That's a known quantity. We do not know that she had a bad Asian. She could have had the best Asian ever. That Asian could have been her best friend, getting her all the good roles that they can get, all right? But we don't know that. But we, what we do know is Hollywood is racist. Yes. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. All right. Samir, I, Samir, I agree with you, but I said two things can be true. Uh-huh. But it's your story. What do you have? See that, Samir? We call that a layup. I blocked the layup. I slap it across the court. I don't sports. That makes no sense to you. <laughs> I'm passing you the layup, you idiot. I don't sports. Get that out of here. <laughs> Just I don't go. sports. Go, man. Damn. Shit. All right. Um. Hang on. So, um... Did you catch the Oscars? Oh, now you want to talk about awards. I thought we didn't care about awards on this motherfucking podcast. We did, we did. But I want to give a shout out to Guillermo del Toro, who is always, always Samir. having the best. Samir, Samir. Huh? Guillermo del Toro yeah. does this every year. So I don't know why we got to do it every I'm, single year. I'm, I'm, I'm always I'm always getting this man a shout out. All right? He's a goddamn goat. All right? I'm going to say that too. Look, right? I like Guillermo del Toro as much as the next person, but you... Bro, he, he literally repeats himself every year, so you don't have don't to care. say it every and he's, year. Because you know what? It hasn't sunk in yet, okay? I all get right? that. I Look, get I'm going to repeat it. it. More, people need to hear, no, more people need to hear this, all right? Do you agree that more people need to hear this message that, he, that he's talking? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say it, okay? All right, yes. Animation is cinema. Animation is not a genre. Animation is ready to be taken to the next step. Keep animation in the conversation, Guillermo del Toro. Yes, that man is awesome. Okay, the same way Eddie Murphy got there when he uh, when he um, uh, talked about how you know uh, black people get mistreated in Hollywood. When did Eddie yeah, Murphy ever gotta, do that? Uh, when he, when they had asked him to host the Oscars like uh, in the eighties. I don't think Eddie Murphy hosted the Oscars in the eighties. Yeah, when he was when he was hot and he was he was putting in the. The Beverly Hills Cop, but he was like a, a household name doing all those comedy specials. I mean, two is not all those, <laughs> but yeah. Well, he was doing a lot of. He had a lot. He has a lot of movies, dude. In, in the '80s, like he, he he ruled the '80s, man. I know Eddie Murphy ruled the '80s. Okay, yeah, and that's when he posted the Oscars. Hang on, I'm about to look at that right now. Saturday Night Live, and uh, he did the uh, Emmys. In '83, he has never hosted the Oscars. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Same difference, (laughs) (laughs) sir. One is for TV. One is one is is for film. So it's not that the point is. Point is, I'm just saying. I'm just just saying. You say that to an Oscar winner, you might get smacked with said Oscar. I don't think so. The point is, the issue is what he was talking about. Why he was hosting? 
Or what was he presenting? Was he presenting the Oscars? No, he was. Uh, they don't show you if he's a presenter or not. Uh, it's not on his TV, but yeah, he could I gotta find that clip. He could have been a important. presenter. It's not important. Anyways, he, uh, yeah, he he said that you know black folks aren't getting any recognition in in the, in the show business. Essentially, I mean that's, that's not all. Hot, right. Yeah, I mean we just talked about Asian Americans not getting uh, recognition. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was that was kind of short. I'm gonna go again. Uh, Did you just have a stroke? Why would I have a? Because you just went. Uh, uh, so I'm excited. I haven't started it yet, but I'm super excited about uh, the the next season of um, the current season two of Shadow and Bone. Apparently, fans and critics alike are raving about it. And I mean, I didn't it already start? Yeah, it starts today, I believe. So I'll, oh, it I'll probably on give Friday. It. Yeah, I believe, I believe it does. Let me let me double check that. But I'm pretty sure it starts. Uh, yeah, because you know I'm not watching it. I know you hate sword and sorcery. I do you? not hate sword and sorcery. Well, I don't know why you keep pushing that narrative. You can't yeah, find March sixteenth. Yeah, so it started yesterday, okay. actually. Oh, so it started on Thursday. Yeah. You, you're doing that thing where you're saying today when the episode comes out on Sunday. I keep trying to tell you, past date it. Huh? I'm going to slap the shit out of you when I see you. I swear to God, dude. <laughs> <clears throat> sure, Samir, I'll go next. <laughs> All <Yes>. right. So... <laughs> Uh, something I'm looking very forward to watching um, because it does hold a near and dear place in my heart. I'm not a I'm not a uh, Kickstarter guy, but I did uh, back this film at its lowest tier because it was during the time I was struggling uh, financially. Uh, Legend of the White Dragon will actually be released in theaters. So this is the film that Jason David Frank was working on, um, like pre and. You know, I don't want to say post because COVID is still a thing. So uh, at the beginning of 2020, up until, you know, the time of his passing, like the principal photography was already done. So they were pretty much working in uh, post-production. All right. So it's actually going to be released on his 50th birthday. Uh, so that is Labor Day weekend. What is his birthday again? I'm looking right now. Uh, hold on a second. I am so sorry, but, um, <clears throat> the grief, but yeah, so it will actually be in, uh, the top 25 markets of theaters this coming fall. And, uh, yeah, Scott Kennedy, who I need to look up cause he's actually responsible for it being released in theaters. Uh, let me look up this guy so I can give him his flowers. All right, Scott Kennedy. Okay, I guess he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. But so, yeah, he's going to be releasing it through his Fallen Forward films. So, yeah, so this is actually directed by uh, Aaron Shonick and um, Sean Shonick. So, they're the guys who are responsible for a lot of the Bat and, uh, Bat and Sun stuff. So, like, I don't know if you remember the Superpower Beatdown short uh, mini films they were doing. They did uh, Scorpion versus the White Ranger. I think one was Batman versus Deadpool. Um. Uh. The Green Ranger versus, I want to say 
Ryu. They also did the uh, five-year uh, anniversary video for uh, Power Rangers Legacy Wars for the uh, mobile game where they where they put uh, Ryu and Chun-Li in the game. They also did the uh, the Shattered Grid um, teaser for the comic where Jason David Frank was dressed up as Lord Draken and everything. But yeah, so... Yeah, so did this, they ever expand that roster on that game? I don't play the mobile game. You're talking about Battle for the Grid for the uh, PS4 and whatnot? Mm-hmm. I think they uh, the last characters to get released were Ryu and Chun-Li. Right, but beyond that, were there enough power? I remember the, the roster being kind of small. It's still a small roster. I think there's maybe like 20 characters now. That's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, so I cannot wait to see this. I don't give a fuck what the reviews are, okay? But yeah, so pretty much a lot of people are actually in this movie. So um, uh, Mark DeCassis from Double Dragon, he played, what was, what was the name old bald head dude in John Wick 2? Uh, Asian dude Zero, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, so he's in it. King Badge, Michael Madsen, David Ramsey from the Arrowverse, who we all know as Diggle, Jason Font, who played West in Power Rangers Time Force, uh, Rachel Brooks. It's got a lot of Power Rangers in it. Um, and uh, Jason Frink's daughter, uh, daughter uh, Jenna Ray, will actually be in the film as well. But yeah, so I cannot wait to see this. And hopefully everyone supports it. But yeah, so like I said, something near and dear to my heart. Because like I said, I met that man five times and, you know, it sucks that he's no longer here. All right, Samira, um, what do you have, my friend? All right, so I have been playing Diablo for beta all day. And uh, so, yeah, let me get this right. You decided to play Diablo 4 all day as opposed to going to see the movie that we were supposed to review. I was stuck at home waiting for the AC repair guy. So I was indoors waiting and uh, couldn't really go anywhere. So, yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed myself playing the beta for for Diablo 4. Mm. All right. So... Uh, now, granted, it wasn't completely, it was kind of rocky, you know, it's beta, that's what the whole point is. Uh, so after creating a character and going, now to create a character, the the character creator, so they, they, everyone kept saying in the preliminary, uh, assessments of the game that, oh, the character creator is kind of, you know, limited, but it's there, you know, it's pretty good. And after doing it myself, yeah, I have to agree. It's pretty limited. I, I mean, hope... it's a beta. What did you expect? No, you... I mean the the. I don't <coughs> think they're going to change the character creator. Oh, you're just saying release. period. Period. It's just it's limited. So I'm like, okay, hopefully they expand on it later. You know, but right now it's it looks good, but it's limited. Okay. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. And uh, yeah, so. It took it took about uh, almost an hour to get into the game. It, that so the basically the, the servers are overloading and getting taxed. Though, which is the point of this whole beta test? They're stress testing the servers and making sure it doesn't have a, a rocky uh, launch. So, by all means, do this now instead of in June when the game launches completely. But yeah, after after getting into the game finally after like an hour and a half, uh, yeah, immediately the game everything sound design. Uh, uh, the um, the music, the actual, just everything feels weighty and just just has the oomph to it. 
You know? Just I'm enjoying the hell out of it. The tone is so dark and fucked up. It's awesome. Oh, like the shit. first Did mission. Samir just say the F bomb? The first, first first mission you have is you, you, standard is standard uh RPG stuff, right? Tiny spoiler for the first mission. Um this is a simple first mission, it takes like ten minutes to do, right? So mm-hmm. you gotta go you go to this town, oh yeah, we're getting plagued by demons, please help us out. So you're like, okay, I'll do the hero and help us help you out. So you run down into the to, to the dungeon, do the thing, kill the guys, and then come back out. Yeah, you guys won't have any problems. And then they say, hey, we can't pay you, but you know, come drink with us and have a good time. And you're doing it, you're drinking, yeah, woo! And then your character passes out, and you're like, uh, okay, this 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 took a weird turn. And then they they put you on a in a on a trough a, 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 a wheelbarrow and drag you out of the, out of the bar. And I'm like, where's this going? What are they going to do to my character? And they take you into a uh, shed, um, smokehouse slash butcher thing. They're gonna, they're cannibals. The whole goddamn town is cannibals. They're going to eat your character. And it, they showed everything. There was blood and guts hanging from the ceiling. It was a butcher house. Oh, my God. I'm like, this this game went 110% out the gate. I'm like, yo, what the frick? So it was great. So, yeah, you have to basically break out of the – you got to break out of there. And, and you went from fighting demons to fighting the townsfolks. And it's awesome. And that's, that's pretty much – that's all I'm going to tell you about the game so far. That's pretty much the entire thing you can. That's the, that's the tone you can expect going forward with this game. It's amazing. I did also dabble around with the skill tree, which is massive. Skill tree is so massive. Uh, even one, even your one, two, your left, right click skills that you would have on there, or you can customize the first ones you get. Even then, they have varied upgrades and other uh, branching paths you can do that that will customize it for your character. Just, just. I'm excited. I can't wait to get back on it after I'm done recording, actually. Okay. Right. Yeah, and the level of customization visually and uh, mechanically is um, is welcome. Yeah, I did not care for the for the lack of customization in, um, in Diablo 3. It's like, this is a departure for the series, because before, you would just pick the class, and you would just be that class, and there's no variation visually for that character. But now, at the very least, you can change their clothing, uh, various uh, at various characteristics like tattoos, jewelry, things like that. And even if the faces and some and, and yeah, mostly the faces and the hairstyles are limited, you you your character still should look like distinct from everyone else's. But yeah, definitely uh, uh, definitely check out the beta. You have to pre-purchase the game to do it. And this is a few, one of the few times I did it because I, I have a couple friends that are going to jump on the game this Wait, weekend. Wait, Samir so. did a pre-order? Yeah, I do it from time to time. And, uh, what? Yeah, because they have I have friends that are playing the game. So I, I say, you know, I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, your turn. There's your layup. There he goes. All right. Bitch. All right, so um, one of my, I don't necessarily want to call him a favorite, but, you know, I look out for, you know, things he's in. Uh, Ever since I saw him on Luke Cage, he was the individual who played Shades. So Theo Rossi, a lot of people may know him from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Didn't watch it, biker gang shows, really, my thing. Shout out to Jared trying to get me into that. I'm like, no. All right. That show, okay, look, that show it started out good, but I'm like the characters are all dumb. 
Stop doing crime, okay? If you're going to do crime, stop lying to the people you're doing crime with. Make sure everybody's on the same page. Stop lying, stop doing crime. That's that entire show. It's people lying, doing crime, and lying to people they shouldn't be lying to. Hey, man. I don't know what to tell you. All right. So, Theo Rossi is actually going to uh, be in The Penguin. So I know we just talked about the penguin last week with Clancy Brown joining the cast. But is yeah, he, uh, is he playing Mob Goon number three? No, uh, they're saying he's going to be playing a key reoccurring role. So I doubt that they're going to put him down to something as small as Mob Goon number three, as you so eloquently put it. Is okay. he going to be a mob enforcer? Uh, once again, Samir, I don't know. They haven't revealed any details about it. I character. bet it's something mob related. We get it, Samir. You hate mob shows. Throw some more shit. I don't out hate there. mob shows. Mob's, mafia's cool. I just think Batman can't just be all mob. All right? I mean, Batman's not going to be all mob. So so, so production on the Batman 2 will be starting in, I think, like next month or so. So what if we find out the villain's Mr. Freeze? Will that make you happy? You, yes. You, you can't fuck up someone who's got a cryogenic condition who needs to be uh, have his body below zero uh, temperature. I mean, there's no way to physically do that and, you know, some type of real-world aspect. And you know who you got to blame for this? You got to blame your boy Christopher Nolan for trying to keep everything real. See, it was good and campy when Joe Schumacher was doing the shit alongside Tim Burton. But no, Nolan said, I'm going to make everything surreal and, you know, I'm actually going to burn money. I'm going to actually set off a bomb. Fucking it, well, is that your impression of Heath Ledger's joke? I don't know where that came from, but I was thinking that as, as, as soon as I finished, I'm like, I'm not trying to do a Ooh, Joker yo, that impersonation. Impression, it just went, just went off the rails. I wasn't trying to do a Joker impersonation, dude, honestly. But yeah, so they have not revealed who uh, he will be playing yet. But yeah, so uh, like I said last week, I cannot wait to see this. And um, for some more of you guys who are kind of unfamiliar with Theo Rossi, he was in When the Brow When the Bow Breaks. Who was in that? Gabrielle Union, I believe. Yeah, Gabrielle Union. Uh, I'm sorry, Regina Chestnut. God damn it, Morris Chestnut and Regina Hall. Um, Jeez. Yeah, he was in American Skin. So if you didn't watch that, because I know y'all decided to cancel Nate Parker because he did uh, Birth of a Nation, and everybody tried to bring up all them old allegations. I don't know if he's canceled. He, he didn't get canceled. He, no, they tried, dude. Like when that movie was announced. That 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 movie tanked. Like they were like, oh yeah, man, Nate Parker. You know, um, he assaulted someone in in college. I think that lady committed suicide. Yes, too. yes, she did. But yeah, uh, um, Theo Rossi was also in Army of the Dead. He was in Emily the Criminal with Aubrey Plaza. Uh, he was in a movie called Vendetta. Who was in that? Uh, Mike Tyson, Clive Stanton, Bruce Willis, Thomas Jane. Like I said before, he was on Sons of Anarchy. Apparently, he was also on Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, for two episodes. Uh, he did a voice in <clears throat> Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. He was Senator Lark. Uh, he was on True Story with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. Very good show if you haven't watched it. Uh, he was also on Lie to Me. But yeah, guys, check out the Penguin when it drops on HBO Max sometime within the next year or so. Yeah, it'll be it'll be rife with mob intrigue and uh, and a man who has a nickname for a penguin with no bird powers because he waddles and his nose is very uh, protruded. Very long. Oh yeah, I get it. 
But if, if the penguin's the most interesting character in the cast, then why am I watching the show? Don't watch the show, Shanir. God damn. Okay, go. What can, you got? Uh, what you got? Can we get it? All right, so big Cause, news. Because it'd be real funny if, like, you know, they introduced Killer Croc on this show or something like that. Oh, that'd be dope. Yo, and I, w- I would eat my words happily. Give me Killer Croc. All right, Clayface, somebody. All right, big news. Um, So, uh, they we got news this week that they canceled uh, Willow on Disney+. Plus. Yes, they did, and Samir almost shot himself. Um, And it turns out we're not canceled? Wait, what? I don't know. Yeah, they're not canceled. I didn't see that. I didn't see that anywhere. Dude, Willow is not canceled anymore. Like, I don't know if they decided not to do it or if it was just a rumor, but they, uh, no, they definitely are not canceled right now. Okay, so, yeah, John Caston said, um, no, dude, I'm seeing everywhere. It says John Caston wouldn't say the series has been canceled. It's just on hiatus. Uh, Forbes is saying it's canceled because di- Disney, uh, I mean, what? Right, it's, it's, it's conflicting, right? <laughs> Bro, is this canceled or not? That's what I'm saying. So, the fans are like, yay, we're not canceled, hopefully we'll come back. Everyone's like, everyone's either saying they're canceled or not canceled. Oh, it's conflicting. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, bro, is you gone or not? <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, so Entertainment Weekly says, Willow, two, Willow Season 2 still has a future uh, series creator clarifies. What does that mean? Are we getting a movie? All right. Okay. Uh, Polygon. Willow two Willow series isn't canceled, but season two is paused. Says producer. Okay. And and who and Variety just said two days prior. Variety was like, yeah, now nah, they got canceled. So all these all everybody these said it got canceled, bro. Yeah, all these TV series finale it got canceled. Yeah, man, it's nuts. I, like I said, I'm happy that it's not. I'm happy that it's still hanging in there. And that we might get a movie out of it. Yo, uh, give us a two-hour movie. Knock it out. Wrap it up. You know, a lot of things could use two-hour movies to wrap up the shows. Um, something I watch. I just saw it, too. Fuck, I no can't remember. Family. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jimmy Bennett probably like six foot tall with a beard. <laughs> and wrapping that up. Shoot, I mean, they could. I mean, Romney Malcolm was pretty much done with a million little things because that's on his final oh. season. But no, oh, um, Daniel Daniel Pinnebacher. No, Kay. Kay Pinnebacher. Kay, Kay, Kay is a zoologist. She's a zoologist. She ain't coming back. She's doing she yeah. a zoo. Um, no, something I used to watch that got canceled. They're bringing it back. Where's Julie Benz at? Uh, I don't know the last time I saw Julie Benz, but it was something I just saw that was coming back with a two-hour movie. Um, let me see if I can find this real quick because I saw it and I got Julie Julie Benz could get it. Oh God! Yeah, I can't find it, but yeah, it was something I saw. It was like, yeah, it's coming back for a movie because I was like, it's not Ray Donovan because they already did the Ray Donovan movie. Um, hold on a second. Returns with a movie. I was like, wait, what? Oh, Monk. That's what it was. Oh, 
I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it on Peacock. So it took them a while, but hey, y'all, y'all, y'all picking up a, a little thing from Psych, huh? <laughs> we got three Psych movies already. So they're like, yeah, Tony, you want to come back and do this, man? The fans want it. Because I, I just recently got into Monk. I didn't watch it when it was on because I didn't get into USA until, you know, because that's when I was starting to fade out of wrestling, like early, I mean, like mid 2000s. Then Psych came on, and I was like, okay, I'm watching Psych now. And then USA had me in a chokehold for the longest, bro, from like 2006 to whenever the hell Suits ended. Because I had yeah, Psych, we know. Royal Pains, um, White Collar, uh, Pearson, which was the spinoff of Suits, and uh, Tough Enough. They brought Tough Enough back a few years ago, and it's just like, damn. But yeah, so uh, Samir. You got a story? Uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to get into our review of uh, Last of Us? Yeah. Um, did you watch The Mandalorian? You watched The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. I don't like the way you hesitate. I was busy a lot of this day. Oh, and, uh, so, 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 this so what happened was I was watching for the repairman. And then when I was going to go ahead and... Um, and watch the episode. See, you gotta understand. I was playing D and D last night till three a.m. I was on three anything. hours of sleep, and so, so, then so. I went to the doctor's appointment. And then I came home, and I would have watched the show, but then I fell asleep. And um, so, so and what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, your time management sucks because you I'm decided now nah, because I you decided to be up until three o'clock. No, you playing, gotta. Go. I was playing D and D. I don't give up. I have a standing appointment put to, for this campaign. We mm-hmm. had to, we had to be a uh, arch necromancer, sir. We almost, I'm, my character almost died again. Okay, character should have died. So you should have got some goddamn sleep because the Mandalorian, Samir, you had two days to watch the Mandalorian. I'm, I'm the Mandalorian busy. airs on Wednesdays. I'm sir. busy. What? Where busy. were you? No, well, tell us what you've been doing from Wednesday to Friday. Because all we know on I Friday, because all we know on Friday is. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. You didn't go to sleep till three a.m. and then you went to the doctor and for some reason you decided to play stay play Diablo Four beta for eighteen hours. Dude, on the AC I don't give monumental. a Samir. I don't ask you to do much. I just ask you to share the podcast and just watch the shows that we review. So, guys, guess what? We're not going to be re- re- uh, short episode this week because we're not reviewing Screen Six, Look, and we're not man. reviewing this week of the Mandalorian. I think. I think what's more relevant is Diablo 4. That game is hot right now. Everyone's That's talking it. about it. So Scream 6 isn't more relevant than Diablo 4? Mm, now the website I'm on. You're on gaming websites. Yes. But you just brought up IGN referencing uh, Jen Ortega reportedly being in Beetlejuice 2. You know that movie that's been in development for like the past 15, 20 years? Yeah, vein in your forehead is popping uh, Yeah, out. you know why the vein is popping out? Because you, you, one of these days, Samir, bang, boom, straight to the motherfucking moon. Oh, you know what's crazy? Uh, the preliminary reviews <laughs> for Evil Dead are massively positive. Yes. I cannot wait for that movie. And guess what? If it drops, I'm still going to see it. You know why? Because I like Sam Raimi. I like Bruce. I King. mean, Sam Raimi isn't guaranteed to my money, but this movie so far seems to be a masterpiece, so I'm going to watch I mean, it. I'm pretty sure you've seen a good majority of Sam Raimi's movies in theaters since the age of 15 when Spider-Man 1 came out. Yeah, you didn't see Oz the Great and Powerful, but you've also seen other stuff that he produced. Oh, that movie was terrible. 
But he has seen other things that he's done. Yes, Yes. And we're supposed to be getting a sequel to that. They're just trying to figure out how. Well, Justin Long, I guess, got to come back. No, he don't. Justin Long, like, 58 years old. He can come back. Why? Why? What, why? He's connected to the to the plot of the first yeah, film. Samir, but what would be the point? Is it is is him like, investigating her disappearance? His fiance got sucked into the ground in front of him. Okay, you know so how the movie ended, right? I know how the movie ended. I wish I so had what, the what that, So what are you thinking? Like, oh, why is he coming back? His fiance got <laughs> sucked into the ground in front of him. That leaves a mark. He's gonna have questions, Samir. That movie came out in 2009. If he still got questions, then he need to be institutionalized. It's traumatic. All right? He need, yeah, he would need therapy. But instead of maybe he's, st- maybe he's self-medicating and maybe he's trying to f- find answers. That makes for a very riveting story. Okay? Hey, hey, maybe- hey, 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 hold on wait a second. I got to say something. San Raimi, if you steal this plot, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you. We're coming for you because we got video and audio of this plot. <laughs> right, Samir? Sure. Um, Tell me, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get money. I'm trying to get us money. Yo, no. we. Damn, I wish copywriting ones wasn't so damn expensive. Fuck. You don't copyright the script or the the, 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 the idea of a script? Yes. yes, you can actually do that. It's called a treatment. Yeah, the treatment is basically the general synopsis of what you're coming up for with the plot. Like, um, th- like there was a whole different treatment for coming to America. You know, the second one. Yeah, that movie sucked. But then they King Bears they they kind of stole what the treatment was and they had to give Aaron Magruder some money. God damn it, I didn't mean to rip that. I gotta stop playing with shit. Alright, um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into our review of The Last of Us since you know Samir didn't watch The Mandalorian and he definitely did not watch Screen. I gave a comprehensive uh review of the of the uh, Diablo Four beta. God so, damn, man. I literally typed in the six. I meant to type in the, land, the last of us. Samir? I don't want to hear shit about your, um, whatchamacallit, your, um, review my, of my, my level Diablo 12, uh, My level 12 sorcerer. You mean your guy who's about to get eaten? No, that's my D&D character. Oh, man. Once again, I don't care. All right. <clears throat> So, where's IMTV? Okay, here we go. All right. So, The Last of Us. Where are episodes? IMDb needs to stop saying it's 10 episodes. The show is already done. All right. Sorry, people. IMDb wants to act stupid, so whenever I try to click on the episode, it scrolls up to the previous episode. All right. So, episode 9. Look for the Light, directed by Ali Abbasi, and this episode was written by both Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. So, stars Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, Meryl Dandridge, uh, with a few cameos. So, let's get into the synopsis of this episode. A pregnant Anna places her trust in a lifelong friend, and later, Ellie and Joel near the end of their journey. So, like we said, the uh, pregnant Anna, played by the one and only Ashley Johnson, have you heard of her, Samir? You might know her from such things as I Growing mean, Pains. Her voice, is, her voice is pretty recognizable. Yeah. But, yeah, so you might know her from such things as Growing Pains, 
What did she, she play in Growing Pains? She was like one of the main kids. She played. Uh, yeah, she oh, so she had to be the younger one. She, she was Chrissy. Oh, so she was the youngest. Yeah. Because that would put her way too old to, to be. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. She also played Mel Gibson's daughter in What Women Want. Uh, she was also the voice of Gretchen Grumbler on Recess. Huh. Uh, she was in The Brother Solomon. Huh. Uh, she was in The Avengers. Uh, much ado oh, about Oh, yeah. Me. She was uh, the waitress. She was the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> I told Loco that. He was like, what? Uh, she also was on King of the Hill for a few episodes. She huh. did the she did the voice of one character who Samir loves but hates this iteration of her, Tara on Teen Titans. I mean, I don't love the character. I just find the character interesting, and what I just don't like what that show did to that character. <laughs> and one of my shows that I'm currently rewatching, Ben Ten Ultimate Alien. Yeah, he didn't want to watch it with me though. What are you talking about? I said we could watch it together. I just mm. said we couldn't review it. Bitch, I gave you my HBO Max login. So you didn't want to watch Ben 10. That was the problem. No, you didn't Samir, want to watch Ben 10 Ultimate Alien with me. Samir, I'm watching Ultimate Alien right now. I'm on like season two, episode nine. Yeah, you didn't want to watch Alien Force with me when we started. I you like, watched Alien Force. I just said we don't. Because, bro, no, that's when we were, that's when we were packed the way we are now with content. So I was like, let's not review a show that ended like almost a decade ago. We can still watch it and talk about it. And we said, cool, bet, Samir, you ain't even start yet. But yeah, she provides the voice of Gwen Tennyson. But uh, what a lot of people know her from is indeed The Last of Us. She provides the voice of Ellie and also provides the motion capture. She was also in Tales from the Borderlands, uh, Minecraft Story Mode, Lego Dimensions as Terra. Uh, Oh, oh, she's also on Critical Role. Oh, yeah. But yeah. We also had another cameo, but we'll get into that one. So, yeah, Anna gives birth to Ellie. Um, so, f- fun fact. This is what happens when you listen to podcasts in there. So, Neil Druckmann actually had this written years ago after the first game came out. And he was working with an animation company to, like, animate it. And that fell through. And so... Then they were talking about adapting it into a, uh, a one-shot comic book, and like Dark Horse didn't want to pick it up because they did. They did uh, Riley's book, uh, The Last of Us: American Dreams. So if you can find that, read it. it's pretty good. Uh, artwork is kind of eh, but pretty good story. Um, so yeah, uh, Neil finally got to tell the story of Ellie's mom because the only point of reference we have of Ellie in the game is a note in the knife. So yeah, we found out that her and Merlene were friends pre. Uh, cordyceps, but yeah, so she's running from a clicker, uh, while like on the verge of giving birth, like literally her water breaks and then, you know, clicker runs in, fighting suit, she gets bit, then gives birth. Um, she tells Merlene she cut the umbilical cord before she got bit, before Merlene kills her, we flash forward, and obviously some time has passed because... Since she killed David, that was winter. We're in like spring now, so maybe like two months or so. At least. Yeah, yeah. And, and we can see the parallels uh, now between Joel and Ellie because as uh, when 
they first got together, Ellie was the one asking 58 million questions and trying to get Joe's attention. While Joe's like, hey, Ellie, I found Boggle. Hey, I got this, I got this busted guitar. We can, we can fix it up and I can teach you how to play. Hey, I found some beefaroni. Remember beefaroni from like episode three or four? So yeah. Um, they, uh, they pretty much get to Utah. Shout out to Uncle Johnny. Um, and basically, they got to go up and over a building. They get into the building. Um, we get some pretty, you know, spot on, spot on cinematic that's pretty much cut and paste from the game. Yeah, uh, what a real they, giraffe. Yeah, what they real giraffe. Everyone thought that giraffe was CG, and they said, "Nah, homie, that's a real giraffe." The one, uh, the background is CG. But yeah, no, it's a real giraffe. I forgot the giraffe's name. It's got a weird name. It's like Girth or something like that. Um, so, yeah, Ellie uh, got the meat of giraffes, and we're starting to doze off a little bit. So I'm going to speed this up. I'm not uh, dozing on. Well, you're doing, long, you're doing long blinks. So, yeah, they get ambushed by some uh, fireflies, not knowing it were fireflies at the moment. Uh, Joel wakes up. He's in the hospital, and they're prepping Ellie for surgery. And Joel's like, oh, what are you doing for surgery? Um, they're like, yeah, so uh, the doctor thinks, you know, he can find a cure for cordyceps. And Joel's like, no, cordyceps. You know, affect the brain. So yeah, they're gonna obviously cut her open and possibly kill her. And um, no, and definitely kill her. Well, they they knew for they knew for certain that that procedure was going to kill. Her. That was the point. Okay. So yeah, so they knew that it would definitely kill um, Ellie. And Joe's like, Nah, 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 you can't do this, man. Because uh, at this point, you know, they've spent. Bro, how long do you think the trek was from Boston to Utah? Probably like a year. Yeah, so they spent almost a year together, if not a full year. And um, so, yeah, Joel gets his uh, John Wick on. Uh, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but uh, hashtag Joel Wick was trending. Well, yeah, and, he was running through the place, murking everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, that was actually one of the most difficult parts of the game for me. I died consistently. And keep really? in mind. Okay, so, yes, I died consistently. And keep in mind, when I first bought the game on PS3 a decade ago, um, my PS3 kept crapping out, so I never beat the game. I was at the end of the game, and it crap, kept overheating. That so funny story with that because the old school's uh, forty gig and sixty gig, yes, uh, PS3s like that. They, they were on the last legs when the last of us came out. Yeah, and so, they could um, not run that game. Yeah, so um, they got yeah. hot. Yeah, I'm actually going to give Samir his flowers because once upon a time there was a company trying to compete with GameStop called Plan Trade, where they also repaired systems. So, yeah, I went there maybe like about three or four times before they went out of business, and I found some random person on Craigslist, and Samir was like, why would you do that, man? I could fix it. Uh, Samir probably fixed it about three times before I said, you know what? I'm done. I quit. <laughs> so I didn't actually beat The Last of Us maybe until like 2016 or so uh, when I finally decided to uh, buckle on the pressure and finally buy the game, uh, the remastered edition for the PS4. So, yeah, uh, Joel murks everybody in the hospital. Uh Doctor basically tries to go crocodile Dundee on him and bring a knife to a gunfight, gets shot in the head. Uh, the difference between this and the game is Joel does not kill those two nurses because at this point, uh, Craig Mazin and Neil. <clears throat> oh, shit. Excuse me. Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann basically said, there's no point. They don't have any weapons, so they're defenseless. So they, uh, they unhook Ellie from everything. Shout out to uh, our other hidden cameo. Laura Bailey, who a lot of you motherfuckers decided to send death threats to for a goddamn video game who portrays Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. But 
She also provides the voice of one of those nurses from the first game. So, yeah, um, Joel takes Ellie down to the um, parking garage, gets ready to get in the car, uh, gut shots Merlene, uh, and Merlene's like, let me live. I'll, I'll let you go. And Joel's like, cap. So he shot her in the head, uh, which we find out later on after Ellie wakes up and he obviously lies to her and she knows that he lied. And well, yeah, just like the game. Yeah, just like the game. So that's where we end the episode. So thoughts and feelings. Let's go, Samir. All right. Uh, hot takes incoming. So this pretty much revitalized the argument whether or not Joel was right for what he did. Oh. Okay, so and, in that yeah. instance, so they actually talked about this on the podcast because they, they actually had Ashley Johnson on the podcast um, as well for the final uh, episode. So they said when the, when the game originally came out, it was conflicted the way it is now. Parents said Joel was in the right. Single people like us, no kids, divisive. Oh, I'm not divisive. I say he definitely did something. I don't have no kids. Don't plan on having no kids. Here's my take on it. All right, he was right. Okay. Oh, I don't see so why. Samaritan's agreeing with the parents. I don't see why she had to die for all this bullshit. Why? Why she had to die? Why? 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 Why was her life worth all that nonsense? Simple because she. Or let me phrase it. Why is that nonsense worth all her life? Her life, all that nonsense worth her life. Because she could possibly be the thing to turn the world back around. After that, so if you want to take, if you want to talk conservation, uh, a species is viable at twenty five hundred individuals. All right, they will take you off the endangered species list once you have two thousand five hundred individuals that are able to breed and propagate. We have. Well over that number in The Last of Us, all right? The only thing we're missing is skinny jeans and lattes. Oh, oh, my God. We're still a Bible species. We can still be a society, and we're just being humans, like we always do, and effing stuff up. Stop being idiots. Stop killing each other. Stop eating people. Stop acting like a bunch of savages, and then maybe we can go. Maybe we can just live with the dang of uh, uh, infectious disease, like all the other infectious diseases. No, one little girl doesn't need to get her brain snatched out just for that to happen, okay? No. And then there's a bunch of other um, um, hot takes online saying that well, it's an infectious disease. You can't you can't uh, harvest it out of her head like that. Also, the kill your only test subject that is immune to the damn thing you try to cure is dumb. Okay, no, f that guy, f the whole operation, f Marlene first off, f her double times. Okay, look, man, that's your best friend. All right, and she said, hey, listen, watch my kid. She didn't say he sacrificed no, my kid. No, no, for the no, she, man. no, no. She said. Uh, Give her to someone who will raise her right. She didn't tell Marlene uh-huh. to watch her because she knew Marlene had other things to worry about. That's even worse. I'm sorry. No, your girl would not want you to snatch your, her kid up, all right, and sacrifice her for the fate of for the fate of humanity because humanity's doing fine. Okay, we got well over 2,500 people. We're we're reproducing still. All right, we're hanging on. We're doing fine as a species. All right, we're goddamn rats. Okay, it's very hard to stomp out a uh, human population. Okay. Stop! All right. The only thing we don't have is Wi-Fi and, and freaking uh uh um. What's another thing that we we take for granted? TV, Crocs. <laughs> Samir, stop with because I'm trying. You already got me devices on two titles right now. Okay, I'm not picking. Uh, the only thing we're missing is Wi-Fi and Crocs because I already said these are salons or you know the only thing we're missing is skinny jeans and lattes. So it's like, come on, man. 
Stop it. Look, I can't help it that it, I can't help that I spit hot fire, and I'm just coming with the one-liners. The okay, point is, line. the point is, I don't think Joe did anything wrong here. I mean, he probably had to keep. Well, they work on it. They're going to keep going. So that's not. I can't argue that. He literally, he literally said that to Marlene. You're not going to stop. Yeah, you're right. That's a great. Okay, look. But yeah, so now, that that comes into the question: Do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? Because in this point, Joel is the few. Joel basically got another daughter. Here's the problem, though: Are you going to sacrifice the few for the small chance, tiny chance of saving the many? And mind you, define saving in this category: giving them the comfort of the modern world. Because you know what? They still survive it. I mean, even it, 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 it might not necessarily be the modern world, but it could find a way to, you know, build up, uh, you know, give everyone immunity to this cordyceps virus. Right. But to kill her for it. Also, they weren't going to. There's no way to do it. I'm sorry. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work. Sir, they, they did that, kill- Sir, they did that to Henrietta Lacks. Who? Wow. OK, so. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown in International Women's um, Month. You really need to watch this movie. Um, Hold on a second. I'm already over here. Yeah. So basically, this woman had cancer. Uh, It's actually, they did a movie uh, about her. I think Oprah. Yeah, Oprah played her. So so basically, the story of Henrietta Lacks is a lady who was diagnosed with cervical cancer in the in the sixties. Oh, this lady, yeah. Yes. Oh God. So yeah, they basically took her cancer cells, and they basically changed the entire way cancer treatment is being done now. Yeah, neither she nor her family was compensated yeah. for the extraction of her. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying, Samir. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, I don't know. I want to. I want at least want the statue. Now, now she has a Wikipedia, uh, a Wikipedia article, and uh, is that all she got? Is she using uh, the memorial? The cancer cells are now known as Hella. So basically, her first two initials H E L A. Okay, she has a statue also. Yes, yeah, she right, got she's a statue now. now. Yeah, she's getting recognition now. After, uh, after this came out, this came out in 2017. So I don't know if like, I mean, like I found out about this. Uh, Think on the Breakfast Club because I've never watched this movie and it's not on HBO Max, so that's the green part about it. Like HBO Max, they they take off their well, you, you know, you know who ran an HBO Max? No, no, before before David Zaslav took over, like you know, run by a bunch of crusty white dudes. Okay, but still, Samir, even the movies with the crusty white dudes aren't on there. Like perfect example, a very old HBO Max. I mean, not HBO Max. A very old HBO, not necessarily old, but it's it's old. Okay, uh, Alan Rickman was in it with Mos Def. It's called something the Lord made. I yeah. want, I love that movie. Growing that up, that movie, that movie, t- that, yeah, but also that movie. Um, uh, uh, uh what's the word? It tells a story of a black uh, surgical assistant and how he helped uh, say uh, how he helped develop a treatment for a cardiac issue with infants. So no, crusty white dudes not giving us our due. All right, <laughs> but yeah, so that's not on HBO Max either. So number one, Idlewild. Idlewild is an HBO movie. Crusty white dudes. Okay, look, crusty Samir. Samir, I get white what you're saying. Dudes. I was just trying to find something that didn't involve you know. Black people being ostracized or you know not getting the credit they deserve. So I went with Idlewild. The two movies that 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 had prominent black figures in I know that and or fiction, but I was trying to go with Idlewild. That was a work of fiction with nothing but black people, you know, with no white people being able to take the credit. <laughs> yeah, curse white dudes. All right, yeah. going back to the Last of Us. 
I don't think she need. Look, if it was a surefire thing, okay. I didn't like. How, also, I didn't like how they didn't ask her. Now, apparently, she knew or something, or she no. had an idea. Of what she was had an idea. Yeah, they, they said that on the yeah, podcast. But they still didn't ask her. They didn't yeah. sit her down and say, "Hey, listen, sweetie, this is what's going to happen." And it, how do you ask a child that? Can you die for us? What is that? At, at the very least, let the lady. Let, at the very least. Let the lady at least reach 18 and then make a informed decision as an adult. But then you run the risk of grooming her to think that she's a martyr. Yeah. So, no. It's like, no. F that. Let that girl live. And I'm not going to give spoilers for people who didn't play the game. But, no. I, 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 the fact that Joe, Joe made that decision. Joe Wick. I'm sorry. Nah, he Joe Wick from here on out, bro. I, I totally agree with what he did and the, the, what she gained because of that. It, it, it's worth its weight. It, you can't put a price on what she gained because she was able to live her life. I mean, yeah. Even though she kind of almost fucked it all up. <laughs> no, no spoilers. spoilers, for, spoilers. For, yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, is it really spoilers? We talked about the game. If people go back and listen to old episodes, yeah. <laughs> but it's like I, I mean, that's no, like also. Also, the new season may diverge uh, significantly from the no, second game. They said slightly. Uh, they said they, significantly. No, they said something they, will be significant, but o- overall, because they said that HBO is possibly giving them a two season uh, renewal because they already renewed it for season two. So they said, well, season yeah, two they're going to split. Be, yeah, they're going to probably split uh, Last of Us Part Two into two seasons. Yeah. So yeah, I I cannot wait. Uh, I possibly will try to binge this again. I'm trying to go through all my uh, MCU shows at the moment, so I'm back on my Falcon and the Winter Soldier shit, as well as watching the Mandalorian and the shows I have recorded on my DVR. Like I just go, bro, you really need to get in the Quantum Leap. You'll like it. I said that because I watched the last two episodes last night. You'll like it, dude. It's worth it, and it's not a reboot. It's a continuation. I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. So, uh, what do you rate this episode with the cameo from you know uh, the waitress from the Avengers and Kid Trunks? Uh, I'm gonna rate it a uh, nine point eight. Any reason for the point eight besides just to fuck with me? That that reason. I mean, I can't think of anything else. Honestly, nine point eight. Really good. So, in other words, a ten. But he wanted nah, he wanted he, he wanted to deduct point two points for no reason other than to try to piss me off. Guess what, Samir? I don't care anymore. Okay, I know you're gonna try to do it to get under my skin, but guess what? Like, 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 um, the young blood said, you don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, so ten for me, guys. Um, so this is Bernard, aka the Scarlet Spider, and this is Samir, the King in Black, and we are the motherfucking Angry Blurs podcast. Join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. So next week we will we'll be reviewing two episodes of Mandalorian and Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which is currently rotten. So trying to get some here to watch it. I don't know. Outlook maybe not so good. I wish I had a magic eight ball to kind of predict that. Samir, you gonna watch yeah. it? You gonna um, watch it? Huh? Are you going to watch Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Oh, it's up in the air right now. Them reviews got me um thinking some kind of way. I'm probably gonna watch it, but it it, it might suck. It might be so lackluster. Uh, dude, I was thinking that. I'm like, yo, the DC universe is on its last legs, 
And I'm like, this, this is going to be one of the last movies they come out with before Flashpoint. Sir? And, yeah. We got, wait, wait, never mind. Those come out after uh, Flash. It's just a Flash. Stop saying Flashpoint. It's Flashpoint. You know what is, it is, but the movie's called The Flash. Flashpoint. The point is... Um, this is not the Canadian TV show with police starring Amy Jo Johnson. It's like, uh, I don't know. Like We can honestly skip this whole one, to be honest. It's not going to mean anything. All right, so I guess I might be reviewing Shazam Solo. No, I'm gonna watch it because I gotta support my girl Lucy Liu. But so, I'm like, I'm not that excited for this movie anymore. So fuck everybody else in the cast. Fuck Helen Mirren, Zachary Yo, Levi. Uh, uh, Zachary Levi. Uh, after he about to get canceled, he ain't Jewish. Who ever said he was Jewish because of his last name? Yeah. That's not his real name. He took that name to get a more diverse role. So basically, people call him out on it, saying, "Yo, you could have actually took roles from actual Jewish people." From that, like, what the heck, bro? Like, why you change your name to something that's, that looks um, um, most certainly Jewish? Because but his you're middle not name, Jewish. His middle name is Levi. Mm, his, his name is Zachary Levi Pugh. Sus, sus. No one ever said he was Jewish. He is English. He has English, German, and Welsh ancestry. Okay, if people that's up, well, people just assumed he was Jewish. Okay, and he's never played any quote unquote Jewish roles. Like, bro, Kevin from Big Mama's House Two wasn't Jewish. Chuck wasn't Jewish. All right, here we go. All right, so though he has no Jewish ancestry, Levi has often. Incorrectly perceived to be Jewish due to his stage name, and in a 2016 interview, he lamented that it had been that he had been turned down a number of times because he was considered too Jewish for the part. Okay, so people are mad at him for getting turned down because he seemed too Jewish. I don't know. Now, it's, now it's getting conflicted. <laughs> see, it's like, bro, he it's not like he was out here playing, you know, a character named Howard Wallowitz. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know how social media do. I know, and they need to ease up. Damn, damn, shit. Well, at least ain't Chris Pratt right now. Ain't no can stand Chris Pratt right now. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're kind of on Zachary Levi about that as well because he he's a very devout Christian. Like he was on um, he is, was he, on, is he? No, yeah, but is he trying? Is he trying to push it on? I Chris, don't. Though? That's I the don't thing. think. I mean, because the reason what got Chris Pratt in the, in trouble was he yeah he's, the kids choice of platform. He's using his platform to push it on kids. Mm. Yeah. You might not want to do that, you know, because yeah. no one asks you to. So just chill, you know. Just, you can keep it to yourself. Yeah. Or keep it, or in designated areas. Like if you're in a church and there's kids there, yeah, push to them. That's what they're there for, right? Whatever. That's no one's business, right? But if you're in an open forum and there's everyone's there. Don't don't throw your religion out there like that. That's not. That's not. I mean, word. I mean, I don't remember the entire gist of the speech. I just remember he said God is real at the beginning of it. I don't think he said go to church, pay your tithes, and you know all that stuff. But you know, people it's, think. I think there were other instances also that he. Um, I just know everyone blew up from the Kid Choice Awards one. But people think God has speeches every day. I mean, I don't think honestly. I don't watch the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, so I can't keep up with it. Like, is that only, still a thing? Yes, they just had it like a few weeks ago. I mean, last weekend actually, dude. They had freaking um little baby perform a song full of cuss words, <laughs> like California Dreams or some shit. <laughs> like, bro, hopefully he censored that because. Uh, I'm 37. I'm not watching the Kids' Choice Awards. I used to watch the Teen Choice Awards when that was a thing. I haven't watched that since Smallville was on the air because I was rooting for Tom and them. Oh, all right. 
Well, but, but yeah, guys, we're calling we're calling it a wrap. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get my wife. Yeah, his wife. <laughs> so my yeah, wife. Guys, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Watch the videos some fucking some fucking more. Okay, quit looking at the goddamn TikTok clips. Don't be like this guy and just get all your your videos in short range forms in under a minute. Okay. Hey, I I watch a lot of long format um, videos. Thank you very much. It's what was the not- last long form, format video you watched? Not including a TV show or a movie. So like an oh, interview. That's, well, or, uh, why, so would I, why would I watch it? Why, why, would I, why would I watch those in long format? Who wants to watch the interview that long? Samir, was it the Milestone Generations doc? I basically had to drag you by your beard to watch. No, it wasn't. So but, what was it? I know. I need to know now. So I'm gonna plead the fifth, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna head out. All right. Point proven. Checkmate. Game set match. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ain't no checkmate here. We ain't playing checkers. All right. King me, you mean? Like, wait, did you just say we ain't playing checkers? We we, we ain't playing chess. We're playing checkers. I said King me. Mm. Yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Um, like possibly a review of Goddamn Shazam. Who knows? Yeah, no, we will. We'll, we'll review it. Now I'm gonna just rip on it if it sucks. See, that's just, Samir, you can like a rotten movie. I know. Like, like, like you. You, you're you're so biased because you let critics swindle you. I mean, not swindle you. You let critics sway you. Like, bro, you you talked about you praised Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Then the next week, the the reviews kind of sat in your head for a while. Nah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with reanalyzing something and coming back with the fresh perspective and actually seeing it for its faults for what it is. Don't sit there and bullheadedly uh, uh, just just push out all the criticism. I still like the movie, but it had problems. The script was weak. The characters' motivations were all over the place. Okay, and yeah, Marvel needs to chill with the, the nano, the nano helmets. Like I like superheroes to keep their helmets on. Helmets are functional; they protect your head. Why would you take them off in a dangerous situation? Who knows? Stop taking your helmets off. All right, hey man. And you got people need, Yo, people need, people I stand. Need. I stand. Katie Stackoff. I kept the helmet on, and I did my best acting with the helmet on. Kate Stackoff. All right, sir. Um, Sackoff didn't wear her helmet for the first two episodes of this season of The Mandalorian. She, she wore all through the episode. She wore it all through this episode. Wait, how do you know that? I thought you didn't watch the episode. Social media, the thing you hate. I don't hate. No, I hate moderating our social media because I'm the only one fucking doing it. So on that, you know note, how hard uh, it is to make clips and everything. Nah, don't be trying. Don't be trying to move on that note. Out of this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna walk away out of this one. Yeah, All right, y'all. Pulling the, is, guy, pulling the goddamn, pulling the goddamn Homer, prosper. pulling the goddamn, Homer, prosper. pulling the goddamn Homer Simpson back it up in the grass in the head. Live long and prosper, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> yeah, walk.